All right, guys, thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. We have a special co-host today, uh, Chris Cyril from Diesel Performance Industry Expo and Ultimate Callout Challenge. Mr. Cyril, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> it is it is Friday, uh, June 5th. We're recording this. We're going to put it live today. I know we just had some announcements come out about uh, scheduling the Call Out Challenge and the DPI Expo, so we definitely want to get into that. Two of the other vendors who have been there every year of Ultimate Call Out Challenge, of course, are Exergy Performance and Worley Custom Fabrication, WC Fab. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance and you've never heard the show before, that seems crazy to me that you're jumping in here, but we love it. Thank you for coming along. Uh, definitely go and check out Ultimate or check out Exergy Performance. Check out WC Fab. You'll see top of the line products uh, from the most reliable people that we know to work with. So, with that aside. Uh, Chris Cyril, let's let's talk about it, man. UCC was scheduled for initially back in May. Uh, that had gotten pushed back. We had you on the show. We talked about kind of moving the schedule back and, and following all of the guidelines of what was allowed and what wasn't uh, throughout the COVID crisis. But we just got some more updates, and I was hoping you could kind of share uh, what's going on, and we'll talk a little bit about why it's happening. Sure, yeah. So you are correct. You know, we did after... Uh, the pandemic uh, hit us, you know, everything got shut down and um, each state did their own thing. Obviously, the country did its own thing. And so we jumped on that as quick as we could. And we rescheduled the event for the second week in July. And, um, you know, that was our plan moving forward. Uh, unfortunately, as we started to get uh, closer to the date, we, you know, we reached out to some of the sponsors, um, the competitors, and uh, had some fans reach out to us and talk with us. And we ultimately ran into this kind of weird situation with the UCC and the DPI Expo. We have so many people from across the country that travel in and from Canada and out of the country to come to the event. Um, and we started running into unforeseen situations um but as of today we still don't know when the canadian border was going to be open um when we talked with certain companies depending on which state you were in you had different restrictions some were lighter than others and some were more intense and shops had different things they had to deal with as far as shutting down and so we also had sponsors that ran the same thing. So as we started kind of talking with them, you know, we, we did get initial, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll be there, but man, it's, it's going to be really tough for us this year. And, you know, after talking with a lot of people in the industry, we just felt that if we kept it in July, we could not put on the quality show that the UCC and DPI is famous for doing. And so we decided to push it back again, and we uh, pushed it back to the 21st through the 23rd of 2021. Wow. I think I, I think it, it comes down to one of those of, like you said, if you want to have the show be what it is, if you want to have the quality, you got to have everybody. It's that that's the the whole appeal to ultimate call out challenge is that it's it's the entire country, it's Canada included, it's it's the entire north american diesel performance industry coming together in one <laughs> event right like that's what it is so if you want to have yeah. that you can't have it with half the team right it doesn't work 
No. Yeah, and you know, we we had a couple of competitors that were out struggling getting parts in for their trucks. Um, obviously, some of the shops had shut down for you know quite a bit of time, and you know, when we're talking, they're like, "Hey, we can be there, but I can't send my whole team." And you know, with the ultimate call it challenge, when you have one truck that's got a drag race dyno and sled pull, those guys are wrenching on those machines. A full team's wrenching on them almost twenty four seven. Right. And, you know, it, it is a financial, you know, there is a financial cost for the competitors and the vendors to get out there and, and, you know, to already have suffered what some people have had to suffer for the first part of the year. It just, it, it just did, unfortunately just didn't make right. sense. No, I think that's, it. go ahead, Chris. It's crazy to think about. Go okay, on, I was going to say, um, go on, you're it, good. it's, it's kind of wild to look at it in that light of, it's a tough time economically for a lot of people in the industry for, for the vendors, for, for the, the racers uh, or the competitors. Uh, and even, even for the, just the people showing up, I know, I know when we went to UCC, I was always amazed at how many people had traveled down from Canada or had traveled across the country to come and stay in a hotel in Indy for, for three nights um, just, just to see the event. Right. And, and, and it is, it's this <laughs> massive thing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I couldn't imagine doing it at a smaller scale at this point. Yeah, especially when it's really, out of your control. Yeah, and that's the thing is it, it you know it, it was out of our control and you know it, like I said it it was such a tough decision for us because since the country is like I said opening up at different times depending on where you're at I mean the state of Indiana by July fourth will be a hundred percent open you know so that was what oh this is great. But, you know, right above them, you, you've got Michigan, and they're going to be at a different tier. Um, in fact, even Washington State, they don't even start their phase one till this Monday coming up, you know, next this Monday coming up. So when you have every single state uh, opening up at different times, and, and the border they're not even going to discuss till the 15th of this month what they're going to do with Canada it just left so many un- not only the financial things with the the companies but so many uncertainties of like what could who could come how could they be there what's going to happen sure well well let's talk about some of the logistics going forward so so this is where we're at uh but one of the awesome parts about the ultimate call out challenge i think is the qualifiers so yeah. so there's the, been this whole qualifier bracket invented and now there's qualifying events to get to get into the qualifier bracket and to work, to work your way up to be an invitee of ultimate call out challenge so what does that look like? Because some of the states I'd imagine are going to end up having some of the qualifier events in 2020, but there, there was already a class of qualifiers waiting, right? There's, so how do you do this? I guess it's kind of the same problem the school system has, right? Do you just (laughs) overload, (laughs) overload next year's qualifying bracket? Well, no, actually what we've done and we, when we kind of switched it for this year. So going into 2020, we actually weren't going to do the qualifier at the UCC. Um, oh, wow. One of the, re- the one of the reasons why is, um, you know, we in nineteen we had a lot of guys come out and wanted to do the qualifier, and they were like, "Hey, I can qualify for the UCC." And when they showed up, you know, we had, oh, gosh, I want to say twenty eighteen to twenty people qual trying to qualify for the UCC. Well, after they kind of experienced really what it took to make one truck do those three different things, by the following year. We only had eight people 
coming out to do the qualifier. <laughs> oh, gotcha. um, and so what we've done is we've, you know, we've always been about how do we build the industry? You know, how do we make it grow? So we, you know, we get with ODSS, we get with uh, King of the Streets, obviously the DP, uh, DPC, Diesel Power Challenge, and we start looking for those up and comers. And we've been just going back to more of the invite, but being a lot more open that if someone approaches us and, and is able to prove they have a vehicle and we have a spot, we're looking at giving them you know, giving them that shot, you know, giving them that opportunity to come and compete with the veterans that we've had year after year and, and see where they, where they measure up with them. Um, so we've kind of, kind of made that adjustment that, well, we had made that adjustment for this year and was obviously going to kind of move forward with that. But, you know, we've always used the UCC as, you know, that's our big announcement time of, Hey, we're going to do this change or this is going to happen. But the UCC never happened. So sure, <laughs> we run yeah. into it, right? So. Um, okay, okay, that's yeah. interesting. I, I like the idea that it, it's it's a little bit exclusive to kind of get in. I, I I know it. You have to open up the gates, Scott. I remember the first year back when you guys were in was it Idaho? Uh-huh. Um, and and it was like. I think even here at the shop, I don't remember hearing about it until maybe two months before the event was happening. And it was like this underground thing that just kind of exploded overnight. And it was like, well, you had to call somebody, you had to know somebody, and then kind of building up to it. And I I could definitely see where that field starts to thin out because I do remember watching the qualifier event, you know, and guys with a pretty streetable twin kit uh, were, were trying to run through the bracket. And I'm like, man, that's just... Oh yeah, <laughs> that might get you top ten, yeah. but but you got to drive the truck home now, buddy. You know that's a that's a rough weekend. Yeah. Well, and we, where we wanted the UCC and the DPI Expo just to be that little bit different than anything's out there. You know, that's where and growing the industry. You know, just on a side note, you know, we had a lot of people. Well, why don't you move it back to August? And I'm like, well, because there's already diesel events in August, and right. you know, we when we picked the second week in uh, July, you know, we, we got with Greg at ODSS and okay, we're two weeks after this one and we're two weeks before this one. So we didn't step on any events that were going there. Well, with everything happened, everybody kind of tried to move their things back and you're like, well, God, you know, we could move to August, but you know, Shide's got their event and they're moving to a new location and man, that's just two big shows in Indiana. And while Indiana would love that, man, that's just it just there's only so much people can do you know and we were like no there's already events that are there and we just we need we need to respect that and so that's why it got bumped back further well you know with that same concept that's what we want to do with the ucc we are we were going to try in 2020 and we definitely will in 2020 we want to come up with ways that we can allow the fans to participate more as well but also see the top diesel trucks compete head to head you know have ods's odss's pro class out there but you know one day open up the dyno and then that guy that's driven out there in their truck hey i want to put my i want to put my truck on the ucc dyno i want to see what my numbers are compared to Derek rose's like on the exact same dyno the exact same weekend you know trying to get that more uh fan involvement and excitement and and have the best of the best year after year there I love that, man. I'm so excited for that. Chris, what do you think? Are you going to drive down to UCC next year in your truck and throw it on the same dyno as Derek Rose? Think you can hold up? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think I can hold up. I'll make I'll make the same horsepower out of all four wheels as he does one. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right. Say, hey, uh, you know, what am I saying? All right, cool, man. Well, I'm really excited <laughs> for that. Um, what what other changes or what other kind of surprises did you guys have in store or maybe are already starting to plan for 2021? Well, what we're trying to do with 2021 is um, we want to add to what we already had in place. Because obviously for us, um, you know, we were 60 days out before the first move. So I was in the final stages of getting things, you know, the putting the dots and crossing the T's at that point. And then, you know, we were about 60 days out when we moved it again. Um, so our, our, what we're looking for for 2021 is we really want to come out and try to make it twice as big because we already had things set up. So we want to be able to use 2020 and the things that we didn't get to see this year. That's why we've talked about, Hey, we're just going to postpone it because we plan on bringing everything we are going to bring this year, next year. But we're in addition, we're going to add what we were planning on adding to 2021. Um, so, you know, we had, uh, we had got with uh, Kenny Hawk and Hawk designs uh, and they were doing a, diesel rat rod build off and you know we're still going to have those come out and have those unveiled and i'll be honest with you um there's some crazy builds they're not little trucks um there's nothing like an 18 wheel um bear truck <laughs> an 18 wheeler bear truck that's a rat rod that holds 14 kegs of beer and has a giant hose that's to my it. <laughs> right right yeah i mean these guys these guys went all out um you know josh did a rat rod hauler um like i'm thinking man we'll just diesel rat rod build off they're gonna grab small trucks and throw a diesel motor in it and that'll be kind of cool no these guys like went to the extreme um to do some really cool and different builds you know and kind of add to it uh once again we're gonna have odss back there um, we're looking at trying to figure out how we can do more sled pulls on Sunday and stuff like that. But those were all things we had already kind of had planned for 2021. And so we're just like, okay, we know we've got all this stuff lined up, ready to go. How do we just add on to it? Um, and that's kind of our plan. You know, we, um, you know, obviously with this, uh, pushback, we've had, um, all the vendors are like, yep, yeah, we're in. Yeah. Right. And Terry's like, yeah, just move it forward. We're there. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, no, well, I mean, no I'm, kickback from, no kickback well, from I mean, the industry whatsoever. Like, yeah. I, mean, I remember talking in a, in a, you know, close circle with, with our, you know, company. And when we were originally still scheduled for July, it's like, man, how do we make this work? How do we make this work? And then, you know, you come out and everything's getting postponed to 2021. Every wonder, worry in the in, in our camp that we had, I mean, that all went away. We're like, all right, this 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 makes more sense. This is a lot more feasible, and uh, you know, just because uh, it's a stressful for you guys, it's stressful for all the companies, it's stressful for everyone, and something like that, and how big it is. Yeah, you know, and we're trying to also, you know, I know the fans are probably the most disappointed because fans look right. at it and like, no, we just really want to go there. We've had nothing to do all right. summer, and you guys were going to be the first and after the fourth. And, you know, we were like, yeah, but man, if we can't put on the show we used to, you guys aren't going to be happy, you know? And so (laughs) what we we've done and we've have it up on our site. um, And it's been a little bit difficult is 
you know, if you pre-bought your tickets, so we took all the ticket sales down for right now, but if you had pre-bought your tickets to the UCC, we are offering a full refund up till the uh, August 31st. Um, but if you pre-bought your tickets and you keep your tickets, they will be good for 2021. But starting set the first week of September and going the 32 weeks leading up to it, if you kept your tickets and you pre-bought them, you will be entered into an exclusive drawing each week, uh, courtesy of Myers uh, Distributing, and we'll be giving away swag and gift cards, you know, for the whole 32 weeks leading up to it as a thing. That's awesome. Um, for, you know, just holding on to those tickets. That's really respectable. That's awesome. And that gives all the guys that pre bought tickets something to look forward to leading up to you know, UCC 2021. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and and one of the things just talking about the you know, we first off, hundred percent sent a hundred percent thanks, you know, to the competitors for understanding and their support, um, you know, with with this move, a hundred thousand times thanks to all our sponsors, but also thanks to the fans. I mean, we understand that this move, and I've obviously had some people request refunds on their tickets because it's too far out or you know, situations have changed and they need the money back right now. And, uh, you know, but in all in all, it's been such a small, small percentage of people asking for refunds. Like I'm amazed at how many people are still holding on to their tickets for 2021. And, you know, personally for me and from the team here, we just want to say thanks. It just, it's one of those ways that fans show that they appreciate what we do. I mean, hold on to your ticket that you bought September of 2019 <laughs> until the event in 2021. Like, dude, I don't know how else you can say, hey, guys, thanks for what you do, and thank you for putting on this event. And we, re- we appreciate it, and we recognize it. Absolutely. Hey, can we talk real quick about – about the competitors getting ready for UCC. Chris, every year we call around and we interview a ton of competitors right before UCC. And we usually start around December. We start hunting them down. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then by May, they're like, we get the last few guys. I don't think we've ever talked to a competitor while their truck was completed and ready. (laughs) Ever. Ever. Um, I think we've only interviewed guys over the phone before UCC and the truck was still in pieces and they were wondering if they were going to hit the deadline. Tony Burkhart named his truck last minute hooker because literally we talked to him, I think, three days before UCC. And I don't know if the engine was in it. I don't think it was. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And that's the same story across like every competitor we've talked to. Right. Is like everybody's in that same boat. Um, Now they have a whole extra year to plan. Are we going to start maybe a pool going on who's still not going to finish the truck until three days before UCC. I mean, come on, Paul. <laughs> you know, I, I am, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, that's the great thing about our competitors. Um, I'm sure if you've hopped on social media, you've uh, already seen that the trash talking for 2021 has already begun oh, yeah. again. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, power driven diesel definitely, uh, started stirring the pot and and it's great that's the camaraderie of the industry and uh you know i don't know i think like you said as hard as it was to make that decision you know you guys talked about how are we going to get there you know the competitors were the same way how are we going to do this we need to do this we want to support this but man there's so many hurdles in front of us you know by us moving this as much as it sucked and as hard as it was i think everybody was able to step back and take that deep breath and was able to say okay 
we got this. Now we can do this, and we're going to put on a bigger, badder show in 2021. You know, I think it just gave everybody that sigh of relief. So I, I think it's really going to help help everybody out. You know, I just I do. I think that extra year is going to help them to really fine tune some stuff. I, I honestly, I don't know if any truck's ever going to be 100% ready. I think these guys, <laughs> well, I think they're constantly like, oh, I've got a better totally idea. Agree. Wait, I, I, mean, know how we, I know how we can get two more horsepower. I know how we can do <laughs> well, it. And, like, I think tear it all to down. To back up what yeah. you're saying, Chris, I mean, everyone in the in, that is a contender in this are also in their own state under some type of a lockdown or just now getting, you know, released and being able to do their day-to-day stuff. So as drag strips open, there's going to be sled pulls along, you know, around at some point in time. These guys are going to go out, they're going to test and tune, they're going to see what works, what doesn't. So, Paul, I bet that we're going to interview these competitors next year, and it's going to be all the same shit. What, what I wonder, though, and, and what, what I'm hoping to see is, is we talked for a long time, 3,000 <laughs> rear wheel horsepower. We haven't seen it, but every year we've pushed closer and closer, and we keep edging closer and closer to this insane number that just got thrown out there years ago, right? Um, and, and I wonder what the gap is going to be when we look at, like, final peak horsepower and torque numbers from 2019 to 2021. I wonder if we're going to see a huge jump. I wonder if we're going to see a, a big drop in, in the fastest time, right? Like who's going to run the best ET. Um, I wonder if we're going to see the slipple. I mean, I know we saw, it's funny you brought up power-driven diesel. Yeah. I know a few years ago we saw power-driven diesel damn near take out a tree at the end of the track because they were just, they were going for the cornfield. Um, I wonder if we got to move the start and sled pull track back. You know what I mean? Like, like how much further is this going to push it? Because I'm with you, Chris. I 100% agree people will be finishing their builds a week before. And it's not because they're not working on it. It's exactly like you said. It's because they're out testing it, figuring out, nah, I'd like you two more horsepower, a little bit bigger turbo. Like, right. should I just polish the cover? You, you know how it goes. Like, any excuse to turn around. Yep. All right. Well, and what's also, you know, and I think what's also nice is, is that UCC, you know, uh, historically has been the first weekend in May. Now that we have it towards the end of May, I mean, that gives – all the guys, at least for us in the Midwest, you know, we know what it's like to come out of winter into spring and how hit or miss springs can be. And I mean, there's no secret. I mean, uh, anyone that's gone to the UCC in prior years, there's been some wild, crazy Midwest spring weather. So I think extending it to the end of May, that's smart. It also gives all the competitors a couple more weeks to, you know, fine tune their trucks or maybe, maybe that's the motivation to get the trucks yeah. together to, to test like and tune it. prior. Who knows? Um, Chris, Cyril, any, any final thoughts that you wanted to share with our listeners? You know, just once again, we appreciate everyone uh, from from our vendors and our sponsors to our competitors to the, the fans. Um, we just appreciate everyone. And, uh, you know, we, we try every day just like you guys do our best. And uh, over the last couple of months, we've tried like everyone to figure out what the hell's going on day to day. And uh, while we know this decision was, you know, frustrating to some, um, we just feel that it really puts us in a position to put on a amazing show in uh, 2021 by pushing this back and get it to the quality that we're all, we're all used to, used to seeing at the UCC. And the only thing I would say is, you know, at fans, if, a local track's open and it's a small sled pull or it's a big sled pull support the industry through the rest of the summer and in the fall and, and, and be out there for, for the shops and uh, show your support. 
Good call, man. Great stuff. Good words there. We're going to end it. Uh, guys, awesome. for today, this has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Thanks for listening. Nothing like an 18-wheel um, beer truck, an 18-wheeler beer truck that's a rat rod that holds 14 kegs of beer and has a giant hose. That's my style. <laughs>